This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. From midfield is Massinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! On Old Trafford Cracker in front of the Stratford end. Well, what a season we had 22-23. Um, it's the first in-person podcast we've done on Borrowpod. Um, I've got uh, one of the usual suspects with me, Pat Jackson. Hi, Nate. How's it going? It's good to be here. Good. You're going to have to get closer to the microphone and louder if you want people to actually hear you. Um, I wanted to give it the authentic Borough Pod <laughs> experience of me being quieter than everybody else and hiding back in my chair, mate. <laughs> uh, and then we've got uh, Borough Pod, uh, sorry, Borough Pod, Stevenage FC royalty <laughs> with us. <laughs> Over to you, Dean. <laughs> we've got. We've. I mean, I was going to say the two chaps that need no introduction, but uh, a couple of bod guys drinking Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Dean and Steve. Hello, mate. Cheers, Steve. How Cheers, are you, mate? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. We've got a nice cold drink in our hand. Makes yeah. a change, doesn't it? Yeah, we're at, we're we're in a pub. We're definitely not in a conference room anywhere. The uh, background noise is legitimate. Um, right, well, we're to do a season review, so let's uh, let's start, shall we? Um, so, first of all, probably best to go through the let's go through some of the players that we brought in in the in la- last summer. Um, so we had Max Clark. Michael Boswick, Jordan Roberts, David Amu, Aaron Chapman, Danny Rose, Cobb Piergiani, Dan Sweeney, Kane Smith. Um, we also had Dean Campbell in on loan, Alex Gilby in on loan, Saxon Early in on loan, and then Tay Ashby Hammond in on loan. Um, it was a typically Stevenage summer, wasn't it, where we had, what was it, 15 players leave, however many I just read out, come in. And you had absolutely no idea what to expect. Typical? I don't, I don't know that it was typical, really. I mean, we we probably signed more players than we than we had done in many previous seasons. But it, what was probably more untypical was the fact that it was almost all done very, very, very early, wasn't it? So yes. 
Um, normally we're kind of going into the pre-seasons and, and panicking try lists and <laughs> all sorts of things like that and that wasn't the case so it, yeah. the, the squad was intact and uh, I think it showed that Steve Evans um, tactic paid off for that really yeah yeah I mean okay so in that respect certainly atypical um, I would say that I can think of many seasons where we've had a massive, massive changeover, but perhaps not in the same way that we 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 saw that this summer. Were there any players that you guys got excited about when you saw the news, or were you? I mean, I know Dean's about as casual as they come, so he's probably like, "No, I don't care." But anybody else? Anybody else that's particularly excited? I think Cole Pigiani. Obviously, we all knew about him, and it had only been a month or so beforehand that we. Failed uh, to beat him. We'd, we'd <laughs> been on the receiving end of a Pigiani masterclass. Yeah. Um, so we kind of knew that was going to be a good signing. A lot of the others, probably players that we didn't know too much about. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know too much about Max before he'd come. I didn't. We didn't. Jordan know, Roberts. Didn't know too much about Jordan. We didn't know too much about Tay, did we? No. And and you know, we've got prime experience of having a hit and miss loan keeper from a Premier League side haven't we with you know Jamie Cumming going into Patrick well we were never uh, going to be able to beat Jamie Cumming were we and then you know so it was a it, you just had to after years of going through what we've gone through you thought well we've got to trust the gaffer yeah and well it just speaks for itself in the end doesn't it of, of what happened I mean I didn't expect Bozzy to stay if I'm being completely honest, no, that surprised me. Um, but he did, and and you know, Bozzy did what what Bozzy does through the season, didn't he? But yeah, I think Sweeney again, somebody we we known about. But we saw him, didn't we, years ago? Yeah, at Barnet one night. Do you remember yeah. when Graham was in charge? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and Sweeney was playing for Barnet, and he was probably the standout player in that game. Yeah. Um, God, how long ago was that? Uh, I don't know they played Carlisle didn't they Keith Curl was Carlisle's manager Graham was 2-0 up yeah. coasting Keith Curl made a triple substitution and won 3-2 <laughs> <laughs> and Graham didn't speak to himself yeah, he <laughs> and he always has a fridge full of beer does Graham in his in his, in his office and we were, we were parched weren't we so yep. we, we went home parched as well we didn't get we didn't get an invite into the inner sanctum that night we didn't even get a car parking spot <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Danny Rose again. You know, we didn't we we didn't know too much about him, did we? And, and, you know, it was and Saxon, of course, was was was, was who? Yeah, we're not allowed to mention that name, are we? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's um, it was it was it was a nice surprise, July and August, wasn't it? It was. Sorry, Pat. I was going to say it felt like the sort of overhaul the squad needed after the previous season. And oh, to me, it kind of showed football is a game of who you know, and having moved Steve from knows some, everyone exactly. <laughs> having moved from some very inexperienced managers to Steve Evans, it showed what a difference the uh, contacts made in terms of the recruitment. Now we didn't necessarily know that immediately, but over the course of the season, that played out, and yeah, it it shows what a tough time people like Saul and um, Alex Revel, who were new to the I mean, job, everybody, had everybody has. Had in the last several years, isn't I it? I think really? I was more surprised at the at the core that he kept. You know, you look at the players that had been in a 
poor side. Luther, Terence, Jake, Jake, Noza, Listy. And I, was, yeah. I was scratching my head a bit, thinking, Reedy. Of course, yeah. And I was like, oh, he's kept, he's kept seven or eight of that really poor side that only mm-hmm. that, that didn't perform under revs and didn't perform under well. <laughs> Oh, would you perform under Paul Tisdale? No, probably Jake not. Jake Taylor did for three weeks. Yeah, but then they all, you know, Gaffer comes in and, you know, I don't think, I don't, this is going to sound a bit disrespectful, but I don't think he's a tracksuit manager that's in amongst it on the training ground every every minute of the of the day. And I think he, he leaves most of that to, to Reigns and, and Revs. Mm-hmm. But how did he do it? How did he do that, that last three, two or three months of the season escaping relegation with a game to spare it was incredible wasn't it and I thought that broom's going to be big isn't it in the summer but it, but it wasn't and, and what a pre-season programme we had yeah um, you, you looked at those games we yeah. beat what the likes of Derby and West Brom and mm-hmm. there were others in there and I didn't see too many of the games I, I, but I saw you know enough uh, and I was just trying to look it up now. I was going to read it out to you, my <laughs> my BBC preview for the season, and it was literally what we just said. You know, Stevenage are obviously going to be one of the kind of favourites to finish in the bottom section of the table, but don't be surprised with the likes of Piergiani, Roberts, mm-hmm. um, Rose. I think I might, might have said you know this side could well be. Um, competing for the playoff places maybe higher um, and I was trying to dig that out just to prove it to you because Dean won't believe me when I say that I did that and, <laughs> and, and I don't go on about things like that very often <laughs> we had uh, we had Stevenage in our pre-season like, predictions well we use uh, inverted commas on that because mm-hmm. we're taking a massive stab in the dark like anybody that does these um, but we uh, we had Stevenage finishing a ninth, 10th yeah. And that was very. I thought. I I thought that was incredibly optimistic. But I was like, I'm not going to put them down. But realistically, I think, like I said it many times, we'd have taken anything that wasn't a relegation fight, mm. because if you're not involved in that relegation fight, it's an improvement on mm. the previous season, and that's all you can ever hope for, isn't it? Just steady improvement. But I, I just think they just almost hit the ground running. It was. It just shows. Yeah, it was incredible that you know you you can get a squad together, players you know. They might not know each other, but if you know them well enough, you know the kind of players that they're gonna. Arthur Reed blend was, in with. was in that first squad, and you know you kind of yeah forget yeah. about last summer when we did the meet the manager and everyone was going for why aren't you, why is he on the transfer list? We gave him his chance, didn't he? And then we all found out. Why he was on the transfer list, kind of mid-season, and off he went to Colchester. I loved his left foot. I mean, he could put a ball in, but it, it was just everything else. Yeah, about him, he, he just wasn't a promotion-winning midfielder, was he? And when you when you look at that first game, the Tranmere game, I think just to back up what you're just saying, there, if I'm right, I remember saying at the time there were seven of the players. That featured the season before in yeah. that side. Yeah, yeah, there was two, uh, three, four, five. Chapman six, started seven. that game. No, actually, unbelievably, no. Taper. Oh no, sorry, you see this. I'm looking yeah. at the subs. Well done. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Luther, a lot of Luther, uh, Terence, Bozzy, Jake Reeves, Jake Taylor, Listy, and Nozza. Yeah, I mean the the 
the only new additions are the goalkeeper and four of the four of the back five. Yeah. Uh, sorry, three of the back five. Just, yeah. just, I'm glad I've got that right because I didn't think you were going to check up on me then. <laughs> <laughs> Why and wouldn't then, I? And then, um, well, let's 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 get started and actually take a look at uh, the season. So what we'll do is we'll. We'll sort of I'll run through a list of games and then we'll sort of talk about them as a as a whole because some of the games we're just not going to be you know, <coughs> just the odd you know nil nils or one alls here that aren't particularly interesting. We don't need to sort of talk about them in in full. So obviously July um, we started the started the season in July this year because of the Qatar World Cup. Um, obviously we won two one away at Tranmere, um, and then through August we had wins against Stockport, Red away at Reading in the EFL Cup. Um, you've got a draw at Walsall, a win at home against Rochdale, uh, a victory at home against Carlisle. Then you've got Peterborough in the uh, EFL Cup in the second round as well. That's a 1-0 victory. And then uh, and then closing out um, August with a loss away at Salford and then another win against Peterborough, this time in the, in the Pizza Cup. <laughs> so, I mean, we went eight games in you know in, across two competitions, but eight games before we saw defeat mm. this season. And I... I can't remember the last time Stevenage started a season that where we didn't start kind of slow. Is it? Is it? Was it Gary Smith's first season in charge at the beginning where we went on a bit of a run and we were second mm. in like October and then we just mm. fell to shit? Mm. I remember mm. Richard Hill season. We won the first six games. Six out of six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was non-league, obviously. But yeah, you're right. Gary Smith did have a flying start. I remember Gary Smith saying to us. I think we'd drawn at Doncaster in this was October and he went oh if we can say if we can stay 6th to 10th by Christmas you know we'll be alright and I'm, I looked at you and I'm like oh, second <laughs> can you imagine the gaffer saying something like that Steve Evans saying something like that <clears throat> but how many late goals were there in August it was brilliant wasn't it <laughs> absolutely well we had uh, what Jordan Roberts Getting the winner against Tranmere in the 84th minute. Um, the equaliser against Walsall came late on, didn't it? That's my favourite goal of the season. 90 plus 10. 10. Yeah, and they were. Li- the Walsall fans were livid because they don't understand how maths Absol- works. <laughs> well, and well, but let's face it, Walsall had a geriatric back three, didn't they? <laughs> and um, was it Peter Clark? Dino likes his story. <laughs> Peter Clark, aged 67, decided to go down in the 98th minute thinking that That's when he got right, yeah. five the, times, the referee might just blow his whistle and not add on that extra 30 seconds. So obviously they had to get a frame on to help him up <laughs> so he could carry on. And then, of course, who, who turned into our most favourite shithouse, Danny Rose, Danny Rose, popped up at the far post and, and scored in the 100th minute. But talking about shithouse, if you watch the actual coverage of that goal and watch one of our strikers' reaction to Peter Clark, <laughs> oh yeah, Jamie Reed right in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So I was in the car park after the game and I was waiting for him. I don't know. He has to go to the toilet and stuff before he gets in the car. He can't, you know, if he's had a drink, if he's had a drink, he can't go anywhere without. Oh my God. And I saw the referee, and I said, "It's not often I say this, but well done because you added on time in injury." He went, "Well, I told him when he was down. I said, I told him I'd stop the watch, and he went, "That's exactly what happens when you start playing games." 
your own time you wasted. Yeah. And so, you know, it was almost like... <laughs> the first and last manager, first and last referee in the EFL League 2 to do that, I think, yeah. that season. And, and it, was, it was... I just laughed. I just laughed my socks off all the way home. Yeah. And I just loved it. And Danny... We didn't know much about Danny then, did we? And, you no. know, it turned out that he, he was an absolute nuisance. Yes. Um, there was also a, a, a fan celebrating that goal he broke their arm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. If some, I think, I think someone on Twitter's dad. Yeah. I don't know why we're laughing because that's quite. That's, yeah. that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, but he's all right. So it's funny, you know. Yeah. And and Saxon scored in the 89th at Reading in the uh, you know mm-hmm. in that cup game, and of course the Stockport game was just absolute carnage, wasn't it? Oh, we were behind for a while, weren't Jamie we? Jamie Reed scored in the 95th, and then I think Jamie scored late on in in another one, and I think that was at Peter against Peterborough was that a late one as well yeah mm. 93rd in, uh, yeah. in the uh, EFL Cup so yeah it was um, we love that as, as a on commentary because it's just you know it just adds to the our excitement doesn't it he, got, he does get excited this fella <laughs> occasionally and it makes the work climb that little bit easier as well if you yeah. scored a 95th minute yeah. winner because we, of course we were used to those late winners the previous season and we just go and grumpy wouldn't we and yeah, it was. A, it was. A, I loved July and August. It was just. It was such fun, and you know, we 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 were just enjoying it for the for the what's it's and giggles, weren't we? Because we thought, well, we ain't going to keep this up. Hmm. So going into September, Stevenage were fifth. Um, six played, three wins. No, sorry, four wins, uh, one draw, one loss. Um, Orient were top. Who then you know, stayed there for the rest of the season, which I don't really want to give them credit, but you got it because mm. the first half of the season they were just completely unplayable, weren't they, for mm. long periods? Um, Barrow was second, you had Doncaster in the third, Salford fourth, Stevenage third? fifth, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Northampton sixth, Crewe seventh, Mansfield eighth. The classic he's, Mansfield position. He said. Yeah. He said earlier while we were having uh, while we were having a bite to eat, he was like Mansfield are always eighth. <laughs> try run away, by the way, it's good. Well, there you go. There's the first one in. Thank you very much, Pat. We've had to, we've had a clear up in Rump and Wave since uh, Grimsby at home. We've had to fix holes in the ceiling, put chairs back together, put tabletops back on their legs. <laughs> but it was worth it, Dean. <laughs> Delete videos of people seeing We Hate Charlton, etc. etc. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do a little action to bring up the kids. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go. Let's not go there. We'll talk about that. Um, later. Moving on to, to uh, September. Um, victories against Crewe, uh, Newport, Wickham, Harrogate, uh, Crawley, well, this is also into October, Sutton and Swindon. Um, draw against Gillingham. Uh, victory against the Tottenham under 21s. Uh, victory against Doncaster away from home, which was a real shithouser of a win. And um, we did have two losses in that spell against uh, Bradford um, away from home, three nil. Um, and then uh, we lost uh, uh, one of the most frustrating games I think I've ever watched. Uh, uh, we lost two, two three <coughs> against uh, Northampton Town. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's always fucking Danny Hilton, isn't it? <laughs> what a good game, though. Oh, it was. It was it's the sort of thing you'd want to show a neutral, Yeah, isn't it? Because it was just chaos from the, literally the start to the finish because they got the penalty 
and they won a lap on what 24, se- te- 24 yeah. seconds or some shit yeah yeah I mean, the, the, the Sutton game was, was was great. It was a very good game. I, Incredible performance. I that thought as well, we were great that night. Um, and, and I don't think they had a shot. No. Sutton and, and you know that, barely barely out of their half. We, we've struggled against Sutton, haven't we, in the past? And we, you know, I think they did the double over us the season before, or, or we never we, we never won, won the, against them. Dare I say we were a little bit fortunate in those early months because we. They had Stockport before they were good. Yeah, Carlisle before yeah. they were good. Yeah, Sutton, uh, Sutton before they realised they could defend. Yeah, <laughs> we had, we had Sutton when they had a lot of players out. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think they were in a good shape. Well, you, you may have seen we were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were two games in that in that patch that I didn't enjoy, and that was away at Gillingham and Colchester. Mm. Oh, two Jesus, one all draws. Imagine if we'd have won one of them, we would have had none of this angst in February, March, would we? Colchester is always like that, and, and Doncaster, we weren't great, were we? No, we nicked a goal ahead of time and then sat back and were very lucky they couldn't hit a barn door. And I thought that was one of the best performances against us. They were brilliant all season. Yeah, I, I, I watched that one, and they were. F- Absolutely fantastic. First, yeah. I mean, pretty much from start to finish, they went to well, steep. We scored, and they batted absolutely battered us. Well, their local guys afterwards were saying that's probably the best they've played in about two or three years. Mm. Um, you know, and they they yeah. were like buzzing because they thought Doncaster are back. Turning point, right? I mean, I said that I said after that game that I can't, I couldn't see a playoff situation like a playoff chase without them they were, they were that impressive mm. that day and then they just went on and did fuck all all season but that's one of the first times you started thinking hang about mm. you know but even we've that, just got resilient we've just yeah. been turned over and we've come out winning even that Harrogate game though back in sept- at the end of September was like Sweeney 90th minute yeah. Gilby ball in yeah. Sweeney's header and that was our 10th successive win at home and we're uh, yeah, but that's, isn't that the one where Sweeney missed two on the line <laughs> beforehand <laughs> yes. yeah he may, may well have been he, done a, he had a Terence Van Cooten miss didn't he where yeah, he stuck it over from under the bar yeah. Um, but yeah I mean from April to 2nd 10 games and then we you know and then I was scratching my head thinking oh, we ain't going to make it 11 and, and and we did but you know Northampton <laughs> bought that that to an end towards the end of the uh, end of October, didn't it? Didn't they? And um, I mean, Danny Alton came on and did a job against us that game, didn't he? And then he got his red card. Okay, which... okay, came on what assist, assisted a goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then got sent off and took about forty-three minutes to walk off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! What a prick he is! I, was, <laughs> ah, I can't stand him. But you, you'd love him to be playing for your side, don't oh, you? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's he's just about the only player in the league that can show Danny Rose how to shout. Couldn't they? Did you play for them again after that? No, I'm not sure. He got yeah, it. he did a few a, a few times. I, I I worked I worked at uh, Northampton Harrogate um, when we were away at Mansfield, and uh, they he came on in the second half and did the exact same thing, just just pissed. Pissed Harrogate players off. Horrible player. They were Horrible. Northampton were absolutely fantastic that day. Yeah. Went behind early on and then just kicked the absolute living shit out of <laughs> Harrogate. Um, but yeah, no, going back to that Gillingham game, me and Dean went and it was fucking horrendous. Just a dreadful game from start to finish. Yeah, we had one shot. Yeah, according to this early, yeah, early no, set up no. Danny Rose and yeah, feels about that right. was it at half time but yeah. but they only had two and mm-hmm. it was just one of them games where you know 
and that's when the Gillingham fans were like typical Steve Evans side they're never going to win anything there yeah they, they, they were they were. I, I particularly liked uh, I got in a bit of an argument with a lot of Gillingham fans <laughs> on Twitter that evening because a lot of them were saying oh we played really well that's the best performance of the season I was like oh, you're yeah. in fucking trouble if you played well tonight boys <laughs> that was dreadful <laughs> Um, it's funny how you see things differently mm, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they say they're going to win anything as we're two losses from 19 and second or third in the table right exactly I mean at that, so at that stage going into November um, 17 games played we've won 11 um, drawn 3 lost 3 um, 3 points behind uh, Leighton Orient at that point who uh, I say, did have a game in hand we were, four, we're actually 4 points ahead of Northampton Town mm. on the 1st of November um, well, we were did, we were top six at the end of September, weren't we? And that was all well, the way we through fifth, bar yeah. one we week fifth, fifth. towards the end of the season. I think the lowest we I think the lowest we were was fifth. Fifth. Yeah. yeah. We dropped we dropped down to That's fifth. Right. We were in the top three yeah. all the way all, through all season. Yeah. yeah. Um but bar one where we dropped down. I, 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 I can't blame you for getting a bit confused and dizzy about it because I felt dizzy the entire season <laughs> being that high up. Mate. Honestly, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, November, we started our um, FA Cup campaign. Um, that was a grind, wasn't it? Pops through the ringer against Gateshead. 3 2 victory away at uh, Gateshead, <sighs> surrendering a two goal lead, and then Jordan Roberts being sent off before. Two very different games as well. That Kings Lynn game, I remember talking to you about it before, and I was nervous about that. We were dreadful in the first half against yeah. Kings Lynn. Absolutely half horrendous. Time, nil, nil. Yeah, I bet. I bet Evans absolutely bollocked him. Well, ten minutes into the second half, when we were three 0 up. It was a funny old moment. We had two league games, didn't we? We had yeah, it was a couple of FA Cup because of the World Cup, wasn't it? EFL Cup, EFL Trophy, beat, yeah. beat Arsenal, lost to Charlton on the on the pens. Yeah. And only had um, Grimsby and Hartlepool. Yeah, and, um, and we ground out again that Hartlepool. Ground out that Hartlepool uh, with with the best goal of the season. Well, your best goal of the season, maybe. But <laughs> I mean, Danny, Danny, Danny Rose again um, hiding behind Ben Killip and ending Ben Killip's career. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, Hartlepool released them like s- as soon as the final game was played. As soon as, yeah, as a, on the third blow of the referee's whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Cheers, Ben. All See you later. All the best in the conference. That, he, that he, made a, he made a similar error uh, um, the very next game, didn't yeah. he? I was going to say. Yeah. Against, well, it wasn't similar, but he made an error. Um, I can't remember. Barrow, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It was... but he, 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 he tried to tried to take somebody on or something and then ugh, fluffed his clearance straight he, to an he opponent. Looked, he looked troubled, didn't he? He did. Yeah. But yeah, um, even the Grimsby was ninety first minute, and you know, you, if you'd have come out of Grimsby one nil up, it would have been it would have been a very tasty month, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, then into December, we really uh, we really stepped on the gas a little bit there um, with a five nil thrashing of Barrow. That's the only home game I missed this season. Me too. Um, I was living it up in Vegas with the uh, with the directors <laughs> of Cambridge United. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucking traitor. <laughs> and we were good that night. Um, well, I, I remember looking at the stats and thinking, who won this 5-0? Five, five because it said, I think, it I'm pretty 50, sure we had six shots or something. I think we Eight were, shots, four on target. But we scored five goals. <laughs> yeah. I think we were something you wouldn't be able to say that we were for most of the rest of the season. And that was clinical. clinical. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But Barrow had ten shots, but none on target. 
dreadful, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it felt like we went that way a lot this season where we just, some of the games we didn't win, particularly the draws, just felt like we had about 100 shots mm. and just couldn't find yeah. the net. But then the, the game after that at, at home to Mansfield was, was, I took some lads that were performing here, the band that were performing here at Christmas. Yeah. They're from um, Stoke. So, you know, oh, we'll come and watch Mansfield. And they sat in a freezing cold and they were like, <laughs> what did you put me through that for? Yeah, absolutely dreadful game, wasn't it? Mansfield game, and horrible game. We kind of got tanked at Portsmouth, didn't we? Quite? Yes, and yeah, in the EFL trophy. I think the players looked at themselves after that and went, oh, is this, you know, this ain't great. And then, of course... Nil-nil against uh, I mean, Orion. You, you, you put against... your hands together and pray and thank the big man above that we got anything out of that game, don't you? You know, we were so lucky to I get mean, a nil-nil draw. I mean, Steve Evans, Orient, must, Steve, you know. Steve Evans must be the devil that other football fans say he is <laughs> for us to get a result against footballing god Richie Wellens, Orion there. He went on about that for weeks afterwards. <laughs> you know, we got a point at Orion. Oh, yeah. thank the big man. <laughs> we have to thank the big man up there for, for that point, you know. Brilliant! Yes, we do. And if you think Danny Rose is a shit house, then our gaffer is an absolute <laughs> shit house as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we round out the uh, the year with a um, three-one victory over Crawley Town when uh, their owner sat in the um, sat in the dugout uh, and asked. Do the, you remember and that? And asked, asked the fourth official oh. at time how substitutes work. Or he was, had to get. A, the, uh, he had to get a. He had to come out of the uh, away end. Um, he went, didn't he? Go out by the, the police control bit, yeah. Out by the Broadall Suite and got in the back of a crappy old Toyota and um, got smuggled was, out of the ground. I was part around there because the the Crawley fans were. I walked out of the players' entrance and they were there baying. And there was yeah. there was two rows of stewards and you know I'm walking out going, oh, you really shouldn't have boys, you know, not not for me. <laughs> um, and I walked round and I heard a gate clank. Just having a quick hamlet, you know, <laughs> having a quick smoke, and I watched it, and it was—he was quaking, wasn't he? But you saw the beard first. <laughs> he was quaking. Um, but that was a game that we—I mean, we were always going to win it, weren't we, on paper and everything? But yeah. Crawley put up a good fist. They—they—they they, they, they did. I didn't. I didn't think. I don't. I didn't go into that game thinking them to, thinking that they'd even score and think that they'd. They'd have anything, but I think the game was closer than you would say three-one suggests. Well, we, um, I mean, I know they got their goal right at the death, but I mean, it was two 0 at half time, and that second half, if they'd have got if they'd have got an early goal, it would have been really shaky. Yeah, um, we were to- we were being told beforehand that there'd be all sorts of kids being played, mm. and but they weren't. They no, were it was all, full. It was they full, were full all, strength. I wouldn't say it's full strength. Well, no, it was it members. was because there were three of those three squad members that basically weren't part of the squad anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that because they? That's were, right. Yeah. yeah, they were too old or something, weren't they? Or <laughs> because they because they told Preston Johnson where to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Dominic Telford scored from the penalty. Well, I think it was a very lapsed piece of defending from Luther James Wilding towards the end, wasn't there? And he conceded a penalty. Was that one? I thought. <laughs> I know it was because he was kicking himself afterwards. Oh, well, well, wait, okay, I'm thinking of a different game mm, where Horgan gave away a penalty. That was much later in the he season, hasn't I guess. Signed oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can come on to him later. No, but um, I mean, we better, the less we speak about him, the better, frankly. Bless his heart. But it was good to see that because we 
bounce back from every loss with yeah we did and you we did yeah. we didn't lose two on the trot did we up until that point and he was quite a, went to lengths to sort of point that out didn't he that there was always that bounce back <laughs> so where were we sitting on um, New Year's Day in the so, league New Year's Day second in the table mm. um, five points behind Orient same same games played mm. five points clear of Northampton in third mm. then we had Carlisle in fourth Swindon fifth Swindon. They, they dropped like a stone didn't they um, after, after um, Jody Scott Scott Lindsay left yep Jody and he, he took he took over at uh, Crawley didn't he he did that's right um, yeah. Mansfield were in sixth not eighth Pat um, Bradford seventh Salford eighth Barrow ninth I mean Barrow from the first of September was who was they were second to the first of January they were tenth that's yeah. a ninth sorry that's it's quite calling. funny really wouldn't it because they did quite well Barrow oh it did really well um, I mean you'd, you'd be you, if you were a Barrow fan you'd we, were, we, were, we were chatting to Farms after the game at the end yeah. weren't we at the end of the season Paul Farman and he was player's player you know when your goalkeeper gets play, every player of the season award you know that you've had yeah. a, you've you've been had a busy. bad season yeah. and he went I just can't wait for the summer he said my knees hurt my shoulders hurt he said I haven't stopped diving all over the place for the last nine months he said I'm looking forward to the next couple of months where I haven't got to be on the floor broken <laughs> Um, looking down the, the the other end of the table, which you know I wasn't going to do, but we're not there, so it's nice to do when you're not around. Isn't it? <laughs> um, Gillingham were bottom, um, but they had just been over, they'd just been taken over by some mega rich Yankee, so mm. they splashed the cash, cash and got out of trouble. They had uh, Rochdale twenty third, they ended up going down. Obviously, Colchester twenty second, they survived. Hartlepool twenty first, Crawley twentieth, Harrogate nineteenth, Newport eighteenth, Crew seventeenth, Grimsby sixteenth, Sutton fifteenth, Tranmere fourteenth, Walsall thirteenth, Doncaster twelfth, uh, AFC Wimbledon eleventh, and Stockport County tenth. There's a team who really Stockport struggled for the season. Is Tranmere? Oh, Tranmere, they did. Yeah. Well, I've a lot got, of people had them yeah. around the playoffs. I watched, playoff yeah, promotion I watched cases. the. Um, pre-match that Mickey Mellon gave before we went up there in July and I was like he don't look very happy and I know he's a dour Scotsman <laughs> Mickey Mellon you're talking about <laughs> like, I don't think he actually thinks they're going to win this game and you know I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did up there because he, the, obviously the fit weren't right and something yeah. wasn't right and he wasn't happy and I said that about Flinney didn't I at Walsall it just it wasn't the right club for him and the right fit for him He'll probably be fine at Swindon. He's near he's near a Rome. <laughs> Getting it back to Newport for chips and rice, can't he? And he'll be an happy man now. But um, I just didn't. Yeah, Tramier just very. They they did have to deliver massively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few of them, particularly like clubs that came down, like Crew, um, Doncaster, Gillingham, that really, mm. really, really heavily. And, and Gillingham would have gone down had they, they not had that investment, without a doubt. They would have gone down. Yeah, I mean, I'm amazed Crawley survived. It is incredible. I think, you know, you've got to say well done to them for for managing to stay for, up in here for the big for the management team and the people the players to pull together and do that despite what's going on in the boardroom and off the field is incredible. Nah. Because I mean, it's just a t- just I'll, a joke. I, I would be very surprised this season if they don't walk, almost walk the league. I reckon they're going to who flat Crawley. They're going to splash the cash. They're going to buy the league. Nah. and walk up because they've got it they've got the money Crawley nah. yeah. 
I, just, I, just I hope that. I hope they no, don't. I, don't I think hope they, they know don't. How to spend it though. That's no. the trouble. But I think they're going to. They've, 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 wise... they've got rid of. They've got rid of the people off the pitch that were in charge of bringing in all the players that fucked up last season. I think. Haven't they got some like thirty-seven owners? <laughs> I think they've got a wise man in charge in Lindsay. I don't think he's a mug. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it depends on what the summer brings, doesn't it? You, yeah. you, you look at what you know, what, maybe what he's promised and, and what. I just expect. I just expect the worst. So I expect them to do really well because I hate I'll, it. I'll give them credit for staying up, but there's, no. if there's ever been a club who's well, it's not your, to go down. It's not your favourite place, is probably. it? And let's face it, it's not the most favourite place of our previous CEO either, Alex Tunbridge. It's the closest he's come to being thrown out of a football ground. Yeah, we, we've had our moments there. Yeah, we, we have had our moments there. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been in that media box as well. Particularly it's not, with it's the not man a nice that makes place, the is it? You just want to make, He's a dickhead, isn't he? I just want to make my own team, mate. You haven't got to make it for me. When I when I was there, I was I covered them versus Hartlepool in December, um, and it was the night before we played Barrow. Freezing cold. I just wanted a cup of tea. I went and flicked the kettle and he goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I'll make a cup of tea. No, no, I'll do that. You can sit yeah. down. I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I said, "Is it right if I have a bag of crisps or one of these sandwiches?" No, not for you. Yeah, you the fuck are they for then? They're he, in the media box. He counts the bourbon biscuits out. You're taking two. Yeah, I've got one for me, mate. And I've eaten them by the time I get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never made it to his mate. I'm a, I must say, I really enjoy this dynamic you have where Steve sits there and moans about you not getting enough teas, even though you get him like five a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said to. It's um, wonderful. I said to Laura, I saw her on Sunday night outside of football at, at the theatre, and uh, where's, where's Steve tonight? She said, I said, oh, we don't like each other, Laura. We don't actually talk to us. When that red light goes on, we're like Morecambe and Wise. As soon as that red light goes off, right, see you next week. And we don't talk to each other the rest of the time. We'll see him at three o'clock on August the 4th or or whatever it is. I mean, I can't stand the geezer. I'll start inviting you on set. We're like like Mike and Bernie Winters. One for the teenagers. They were related and had a, had a duo and they never spoke to each other off air. <laughs> You're more like Schnorbit. <laughs> Wasp will like that one. That's one for Wasp. I don't know that he listens. Of course he does. Once he knows we're on, that'll be it, mate. He'll be tuning in tomorrow morning. I'll tell you, there is one man who's very dangerous. Yeah, very I, wanted, dangerous. I was thinking about who am I going to talk about and what we're going to talk about on the way here tonight. And I thought we've, we've got to have a little segment for our good friend Wasp. Yeah. Whenever you get a tweet, our good friend, up, our good Wasp, friend Wasp. <laughs> you don't just go straight in and read it. You have to read it first and then almost. <laughs> He's a menace. Dynamically assess. <laughs> He's a menace. Have you been stung a few times? Yes. Once. But I didn't quite because I stopped reading it. I went, yeah. <laughs> and, and if you can hear him doing his bit of commentary and you can hear me gigging in the background, it's because I'm reading something that Wasp has sent me. And I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm just sod. I must, I must admit, when I'm sat at home watching a game that I can't be at, I do think, what can I text Dean to? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think, I, to make him to make him laugh, or at least try and. I mean, like, I ne- I've never got stitched up like Drackers did during that COVID. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's face it. I'm, never, I'm never that yeah. silly, but um, yeah. What was it, Mike Coxard? Mike Coxard. Yeah, and um, yeah, oh, it was. Um, things, yeah. 
Wasp thinks he's funny, but he's not. He is. He <laughs> does make me laugh. There's a lot of tweeters that we get that don't make me laugh. Let me tell you that for a fact. But he's very, he's very helpful. You know, you can go to an away ground and he'll tell you exactly what crew's famous for. You know, so and so's famous for making. Yeah, I, I love. I must say, I love those tweets. <laughs> Rolls Royce engines are made in this town, <laughs> but you don't know whether they're true. Or not. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares if they're true? You know, I, I, um, Larry I, Grayson was born in this town. You know, and oh my! I am. Um, I I sent you one of these this season. Actually, you, you, you said Wasp will tell us what this place is oh, famous yeah. for once, and I'm in I was like, well, oh shit, I know this <laughs> one. <laughs> no, we do. Um, uh, and let's face it. You know, it's a well-known fact that we wouldn't get away with what we get away with at any other football club. And, <laughs> but it, it is because we have that interaction on Twitter with the regulars and and the fans yeah. and. You know, one of the funniest, and we got into a point, didn't we, where sometimes we get bored and we say, "All right, in the winter, in the depths of winter, we're sitting there shivering." Oh, if you're on holiday or if you're abroad, because we know that people are watching abroad, yeah. send us a picture of where you are. Yeah. You know, and there were people with lovely sunny. You know, we're in a pool in you know Orlando, and you've got our good friend David Valentin, of course, who. who Obviously, he's been banned from all sorts of Twitter now. I don't know. He's always giving it up. He tells us he's giving it up, but I'm sure that Elon Musk has banned him. Um, and then we got Finley. Now, we didn't really know Finley. Um, and, right, where are you watching? And his, bro- his brother took a picture of him walking down a street in Bulgaria watching the game on his phone. And I just thought that was incredible. He was watching a game in the street. Dedication. So firstly, I had to, you know, A, why you're in Bulgaria in January, and why are you in the street? Yeah, I can't imagine it's particularly nice in Bulgaria in January. Well, he was away skiing, but there was no snow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So, and I met Finley later on, and met his dad, and and, you know, we had, I did a little. uh, Vox with them for three counties before a game once and Finley is the lad that took that what will be that iconic picture of Luther James Wilde oh, oh he did yeah yeah. And, I, used, um, I, I, I used that on our, our uh, Grimsby episode actually yeah, I met so, him I was um, like I can't please use it so we got that dad got some print, uh, big ones printed and I got Luther to sign it for Finley oh nice yeah, he's Lovely. got that. He's got that up at home now. So yeah, we met some great people this season, and some of our fans. And it's, it was just, you know, it's nice to interact. And you know, I think that adds to the commentary. You know, a lot of football commentaries can be quite boring, and I like to think you can't accuse us of ever being that. I think a good barometer of whether you guys are doing a good job is how fucks off opposition fans are when they listen to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they fucking hate you too. <laughs> It used to bother me. It used to bother me. I think my most favourite um, incident was when a Portsmouth player's mum slagged me off. <laughs> What's he on about? That, 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 I can't listen to this. All right, turn it off. <laughs> it's, it's quite hurtful, isn't it? <laughs> he sits there licking his lips when we get slagged off. He absolutely loves it. Um, but yeah, you're dead right, mate. You know, when when you're getting pelters, you th- you can go <laughs> right. Job done. <laughs> Next. I love the thing. I love the fact that these people on Twitter think you care. <laughs> amazing. Um. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, Bradford, we we had a good day out, didn't we? Oh, that was nearly, nearly the end of my broadcasting career. That was, if it was a career. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I was um, I was on holiday in Spain for my birthday. The Bradford game was on my birthday. I was lying in a pool away three nil away three nil. Mm. I was <laughs> li- lying in a lying in a pool, getting absolutely shit faced watching. I'm like lying there watching this. I'm like, what the fuck am I still watching this? And then like another beer appeared. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll carry on. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I was I was pretty incensed that day, wasn't I? I don't remember any of the game. I can't have watched it for that long. <laughs> they had that lad from Aston Villa that just we didn't play badly. No, we didn't. Apart, and as Paul Fairclough once famously said, apart from the four goals, we were the better <laughs> side. Um, and we weren't that bad. If we'd have scored at one nil or two nil, who knows? But anyway, but it's one of those grounds, isn't it? Bradford. Oh, it's just that, yeah. Colchester. I mean, he, he scored. He's what's he played four games against us and scored twenty six goals, doesn't he? Andy Cook against us and you Northampton. Know. <laughs> we don't yeah, win at those places. Win at those places, yeah. Swindon. Swindon. Never win there. God, that was a long old end in that game, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, so so let's go. On, let's that goes to the end of the year. That's that's the end of the year. Anyway, less of you, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wasp will be basking in all his glory now, thinking up new tweets for next season. I was um I was looking looking at the time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's only been half an hour. We're already halfway through the season. I thought this was going to run for two hours, and then obviously Dean started talking, and we not <laughs> ten minutes off. So that's great. Um, let's start with the winter transfers. Um, Jake Forster Kasky signed for us. In January, uh, we brought in Josh March from Forest Green. Uh, Daryl Horgan came in on loan. Um, Josh Reed uh, apparently came in on loan. Um, Jonathan Tomkinson again in on loan. Um, and the goalkeeping situation. Oh. So obviously, wow. where do you start with that? Well, so um, so we let Chapman go, didn't we? Chapman went to um, Scunthorpe. Uh, played several games there saw them to the bottom of the league and then got benched and then got relegated um, then we brought in um, Adam Prizebeck on a fr- uh, he was without a club we signed him to the end of the year um, and then the chaos and the stupid shit started happening so we had uh, Tay injured um, and let's see if I can remember the order of the goalkeepers coming in so we had Jocko Landerson um, come in online from Reading under 21s for the three games, two games. So he was signed, and then he broke his. He was signed on loan till the end of the season. And on the, to the end of the season, because that was still during, still during the window, wasn't it? Yeah, was he, it only a game and a half. He played. Um, it was Newport. He got. He, he broke his, his arm. Yeah. yeah. So he played against Sutton, kept a clean sheet, didn't he? Right. Okay. Played against Sutton on the first of February, or the first game of February. So yeah. Right, uh, and then we went to Toby Seven, and we had him for. Four games, five games. Yeah, uh, and then we didn't renew that because it didn't work. So Anderson, Anderson played two and a half, two and a bit games. Two and a bit games, right? Then Toby Savin, who was Accrington's Player of the Month for January. Well, they recalled him, didn't they? Well, um, so so that was an emergency deal because it was out of the out of it was yeah. out of the um, transfer window, yeah. and we could only sign him for a week at a time, yeah. and he had to start the game. And we I could have yeah, subbed yeah. him. We could have subbed him off technically in the yeah. first minute. I'm not yeah. sure the FA and the EFL would have been happy with us. And I think we had to prove every week that Anderson was still injured. Yeah. Otherwise, mm. there was a point where they thought, oh, he might have to play because he's almost fit. But then you know. 
they had to, they had to keep providing sick notes for, for for him. And you know, you kind of fell for Prizzy a little bit, didn't you? Because yes. It, he was sort of number two to seven goalkeepers or six goalkeepers. Well, yeah. he, he played well at Newport. Uh, he came on at half time. And he did play pretty well. Yeah, half. he had he had one little calamity with a clearance, and then yeah. he did a barrow as well on the last day, didn't yeah. he? Where it, you know he sort of teased the fella a bit too much, and, <laughs> and he had a bite. But um, yeah, he did very well at Newport, and he did very very well at Barrow. You know, he made well, he, he a couple of double off. saves. Yeah, and I thought, wow, well, brilliant. Well, a fair play to the lad. Yeah. Um, but then from there, we went for. John McCracken next. Yeah, he was good. good he played really well, but then had his moments though. Didn't did he get he? injured as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he played on. He played on when he really shouldn't. When have. he'd broken the bone in his yeah. foot. And then uh, North, Philip North Finn- Hampton. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. Away. From memory, Sounds about right. From memory, it was Northampton. And then we finished up with finished up with uh, Timothy Lotisala. Yeah, we got. And he played well. <laughs> and, and obviously. I'm up in the media box with you doing a job so as soon as we go I'm, I'm on my laptop putting my notes in talking to the Blake I'm on the yeah. on the radio with and then I'm not paying attention to Leicester Tyler but from what I've seen from the fans he, he loves a goal and he loves celebrating oh, those goals absolutely we, we, we were watching the goal at one end and then you turn around to watch him because he was in front <laughs> of the East Terrace um, uh, joining in with the celebrating yeah actually, it's great I love that Weighs his heart on his sleeve. Mm. <clears throat> um, so, and it's so he, he does make such a massive. I mean, it, it seems like it's a bit of a bit of an old football cliche, doesn't it? But having a goalkeeper you can trust behind you makes such a massive difference to the way some the defenders, some defenders play. And you could see after a game or two, they really trusted him. And you know, he did have a couple of moments in the first couple of games where mm. I thought his positioning was fu- not bad but fucking weird like just the ball would like be lumped long from a Northampton player or some or yeah. whoever we were playing and like he was on the but the, like, one on the centre two, circle I'm like what the there fuck were one or two moments he? where his posi- positioning came in handy because he got to balls that yeah. he might not have got to had he been He's, in his six yard box yeah. he did spill a lot as well yeah he never he made a clean save he, he spilled a lot but, they but, but he saved it. an awful yeah. lot didn't he yeah no it was only really only really the two goals away at AFC Wimbledon that he really like he nearly cost us a game hmm. I wasn't really bothered because when, well when El Hamadi scores Wimbledon don't win so <laughs> I was alright with that I was adding down his first goal score and I knew we'd be alright <laughs> um, but um, yeah so let's go let's go through the fixtures from January three. Let's go up to, right up to March. So that's the end of the the first part of this season review episode. We didn't want to split it into two, but uh, we limited on the file size that we can upload to Acast. So uh, watch out for the next episode in a couple of days. Up the barrow. Doubles up again. Bursting from midfield is Massinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! On Old Trafford Cracker, in front of the Stratford end. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? 
Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.